Hey everyone, you're listening to the Common Ground Football Podcast. This is episode number 19. You're killing me, Smalls? Welcome to the Common Ground Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brian McLaughlin and Andrew Guzman. What's going on, everybody? You're killing me, Smalls? <laughs> Andrew's over there dancing. The theme song gets it. It gets you. You can't help but dance. It's hot. It's, it's super hot. It's lit. <laughs> That's that the term nowadays? Yep. It's lit. It's a lit track. <laughs> you created it, man. If Good there's job. any rappers out there that want to use that as a sample, go for it. Just make sure you holler at me first. Well, they got to pay us for it, don't they? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, we want a royalty off of that thing. You worked really hard on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it gets stuck in your head. Welcome. Common Ground Football Podcast, although this week we're just really the Common Ground Anything Podcast. Common Ground Podcast. Yeah. Maybe we should change that. Not a whole lot of football talking about. Not right now there isn't. At least for our teams. No. Oh, some things have happened. Yeah. Um, episode 19. You're killing me, Smalls. I did not know that I got that title off of uh, one of the all-time classics in film uh, the Sandlot. Definitely one of my favorite movies. I did not know that. Kind of surprised me. It is fanta- It's a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. I have not seen it in a long time. I need to watch it again. But they just celebrated 25 years. If you want to feel old, <laughs> that's a good way to do it. Because when I heard the news, I, I felt old. 25 years. Did you... Uh, I remember watching that as a kid. That dog scared the crap out of me. Until w- the until obviously the you realize that's a really nice dog. Well, but also we got to remember as a kid watching it, you don't realize that the black and white scenes are just a big giant puppet. Yeah, with the big giant goofy looking paws, and you know and all that. <laughs> yeah, but doesn't I mean I at least I remember I forever. I, <laughs> I just remember always being scared of that part when they're talking about this dog, and then you know. That I, but that's it's just different as a kid. Well, and, st- and but also even to this day, still the didn't you think it was so badass when Benny opens up the box of PF flyers and he puts them on and he jumps over and then there's that whole little scene with the music and all that. Oh, yeah. it's amazing! Oh, yeah, it's still one of the best scenes ever. And then they um, when they play the the Fourth of July game and all the fireworks are going off. Yep. That's uh, that's an awesome scene. Did you see the Ooh, picture? Did you did you see the picture of them all yeah. reunited? Yeah, uh, it's crazy. So yeah, so I, I named because we didn't. There's nothing going on. I I figured I'll put them on my "You're Killing Me Smalls" shirt, and and I named the episode "You're Killing Me Smalls" because why not? I don't care. It's our show. It is our show. Uh, you keep mentioning that. <laughs> <laughs> no, and like really, it is. It our really show. is our show, and and you're right. I yeah. So anyway, uh, it is episode 19. Uh, who's producing this week? Scotty oh yeah scotty 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 doesn't know scotty smalls scotty smalls i know but <laughs> i think i hear scotty and i think scotty keep your eye on the ball okay <laughs> and that was such a weird role for dennis leary to be in right especially at that time when he was his you know his stand-up was pretty big yeah and then all of a sudden he's you know uh dad uh uh, uh i mean bill <laughs> God, that's a great movie. It is literally sitting on my DVR. I got to watch it again. Maybe we'll just stop doing this and we'll just turn it on. <laughs> um, all right. So Scotty is a producer. Welcome, Scotty. Yep. Keep your eye on the ball. 
and yeah. and uh, oh, nicely done. And Scotty has a he, oh he just passed over the special note. We have a pretty cool milestone. Which one? The one that we're old enough to drink in Canada? Eh? No, the other one. Oh, well, we'll get to that. Okay, yeah. Let's not. Ooh, know, keep listening. Let's not go crazy. We do have something to celebrate. I don't have any champagne, but that's okay. We're gonna throw a party one of these days. I think twenty five, as you would say, we're gonna do a special for twenty five. Yeah, yeah. Twenty five will be in um, May, I believe. Um, yeah, the middle of May when absolutely nothing is going on. You thought that nothing's going on right now? <laughs> I filled out the calendar today. <laughs> Good God. So today's kind of a preview of what uh, the rest of the off season, besides the big events, are going to be like, because we're just going to talk about whatever the hell we want to talk about. Because like you said... It's our show. Very good. Um, we, we are old enough to drink in Canada. Hey. So, <laughs> so that's awesome. Well, let's just get right into it. Uh, what, uh, what happened in Dallas this So week? we had... Um, last week we had Coney Ely coming in to visit free agent from um, New Jersey. Or not, sorry, New Jersey. not New Jersey, New York. <laughs> I was gonna, the Jets. It was did the you, J just, that did you just do a Jersey? I did. Um, I like it. He came in for a visit. Um, signing May was official today. Um, definitely a prospect that Dallas has, they've been after um, the past couple off seasons. Didn't get him last year. Um, we're able to get it done this year. He's one of those guys who... He hasn't really blossomed into the full, full-blown full pass rusher that everyone thought he was going to be. But the one thing he does have going for him is um, his length, his explosiveness, and um, he doesn't really have the sack numbers, but he does have a lot of the pass breakups. So that's definitely a, that's a big positive. So, But it also bringing, bringing him in is going to create a pretty cool competition for that whole defensive line. I mean, on all of a sudden Dallas's defensive line's fairly deep. Yeah. So look out. Um, as far as other free agent signings, that was it. The only thing else going on is the ongoing, what's going on with Des, the giant Des Bryant watch of 2018. I wish I had some music for it. <laughs> That's okay. I still <laughs> firmly believe he's not going anywhere and that's that so today because i like to mess with you i know (laughs) uh a radio host out of los angeles california known as the herd you don't think fondly of the herd colon of course uh yeah so he he uh did what he likes to do which is you know make up some hot story to get attention and uh i of course retweeted it tagging you because it was he he literally believes that they should move on and they're going to move on it's pretty much what he said right and that and that's the thing that bothers me because it i mean he he makes it seem like he knows exactly what's going on like he's like him and jerry are just like he's ear to ear and he knows exactly what's going on and the way that he writes it or the right the way that he says it that's what bothers me because it's not true i think you're right i don't think he goes anywhere but god there's still a lot of stories just seem to pop up that just but i mean here we are though now in april and we're still talking about 
Earl Thomas possibly. So I mean, it's just it's just the one story that'll be talked about all off season until it finally gets put to bed. I'm unfortunate. I mean, and every year, oh, yeah. every year there's that one story yeah. that keeps you know going on. It's it's something to talk about. It's something that people will continue to listen to, as tired as we do to get of uh, you know of hearing it. So, what are the possibilities though? Just like Earl's in the same boat that come draft day draft weekend i mean if they're gonna move him that would be probably the only time if they were going to move him but i i don't see anything happening all right i trust you no i don't see anything your team you know him better than me (laughs) is that all you got that's 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 about it that that, that's that's all i got to say about that jenna um is it my turn maybe maybe i'll keep going if you've got more please do oh actually to just tag on to the dust thing there's you seem really bothered by the dust thing there is well i mean everybody that's all anybody's talking about there's been a little bit of rumbling a little bit of somebody in the building and by in the building i mean in the cowboys organization who is saying these things i.e he's his physical talents are disappearing he's not that good he's this he's that the the thing that bothers me is if you're gonna say that or if you're gonna have those strong opinions just come out and say it and i think there's a lot of people who kind of have an idea of who that is but i mean we'll see do do you want to name names or are you going to keep that you know (laughs) I have my ideas, yeah, and it's also it reflects to what a lot of other people think it is, and that's our offensive coordinator. No, okay, because I mean, I don't see I don't see Jerry saying something like that. No, nor Stephen, nor Will McClay, uh, Garrett. No, it all. I'm. I mean, and the wide receivers coach that we had last year, well, and last year and the previous years, he's no longer there. Um, so kind of makes you wonder, but that's all that, that's all I have to say about that. (laughs) What about, uh, what about Seattle? Did you see who they're kicking the tires on? (laughs) You did it. (laughs) Uh, I did. Well, I'm just putting this uh, topic (laughs) over to you. Uh, Is it? (laughs) Awesome. Um, <laughs> Do you need me to hold this for you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? You got any more? <laughs> wow. I, I think I'm out of puns. Kicker. Well, we're talking about a kicker. We are talking about a kicker. So uh, veteran, super veteran. Four, f- 14, 15 years? Yeah. And he's 40 now, isn't he? Uh, Sebastian Janikowski, formerly of the Oakland Riders. He is uh, apparently coming up to visit with the Seahawks. Um, I love it because we've been sitting here trying to figure out what they're going to do for a kicker. We obviously know that uh, Blair Walsh will not be back. Um, but all they had done was they f- they signed former Jaguars kicker Jason Myers to a futures deal and said that he would compete in training camp for the job but didn't ever we didn't know who he was going to going to compete with they definitely would be smart to 
um, bringing an undrafted free agent. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Dan Bailey was an undrafted free agent. Um, actually, it was at that time there was already a couple kickers on the roster, and that competition. I mean, Bailey's the one that rose to the top, so always having that competition especially when your team is struggling in that at that position i mean it's always it's always good i agree i don't think you can ever have i mean that's a camp it's for it's to get the players in there especially in the seahawks culture they have that whole compete thing um bringing a guy that didn't get drafted and see what he's got i mean if they end up i mean we don't know if they're going to sign janikowski but he he's coming up tomorrow and he's going to visit with him so um we'll see he was uh, 29 for 35 on field goals last season and 37 for 39 on extra points. Uh, you want to put that in comparison. Blair Walsh, who was a total stud, he uh, he uh, missed eight of his 29 field goal attempts. Although he was 37 of 38 on uh, extra points. Good for him. Yeah. Bye-bye. He uh, remains unsigned. Weird. There might be a reason for that. I wonder why. Yeah. So... So that's cool news. Um, speaking of Earl Thomas, because you just brought him up a little bit, um, that's our thing. Like you said, that's our rumor mm-hmm. that keeps circulating and won't go away. I did uh, see a pretty interesting uh, trade. You see the probability? Did you see the the three? I did. Oh, so um, yeah. So USA Today, the Seahawks wire. They're part of it. I think it was um, they were listing the three teams if Seattle was going to trade Earl Thomas on three, draft day. Yeah. Three teams who three tra- would make sense. Three trade possibilities. Yeah, the one I if I remember, I'm I think, sure you loved one of them. <laughs> I think the one, and it was the number one was oh, shocking. Um, Earl Thomas of Dallas, obviously. Oh, and it was. See if you get this uh, right. It's it was right a trade for it was a trade for a Dallas gives a first and a third. For Seattle's um, f- first and a fourth? No. And Thomas? No. Uh, trade scenario number one. Seattle trades Earl Thomas and a fourth round pick. Oh, that's what it was. Which is number 120 to Dallas for first round pick, 19. So we would pick. Swap. No, we would. Well, you'll mean we, you we would, would keep you would, 18. You so would, we'd have 18 and 19. Yeah. Um, and then their your third round pick at eighty one, so that was scenario number one. Uh, this is Corbin Smith, I think, that did this. Yeah, for the Seahawks wire, which is part of USA Today. Oh, and just on all, just because we're moving on from Dallas, I don't see that happening. No way. Well, he apparently did because otherwise he would have written it. No, not no. You, it, as we get closer and closer, and the rumors keep. I mean, like I said, they won't go away where you're on the side of you don't think Dez is going anywhere as much as I have I have been very vocal about how I feel about Earl Thomas and how I think that he should stay and they should not deal him and they should do everything in their power to re-sign him um I'm starting to actually unfortunately believe that he's going to get moved and I mean Dallas would be I feel like because they want to do right by the player and he obviously is <laughs> we all know he wants to play in Dallas at some point in his career. Mm-hmm. I got to believe those phone calls are obviously taking place. And if they're going to try and move him, that's going to be their first go. Now, whether Dallas goes with what they want, 
that's yet to be seen. But the the number two, which would also piss me off, and me as well. <laughs> Seattle trades Thomas and that fourth round pick, that number one hundred and twenty, to the New England Patriots for their first round pick, number twenty four, and their third round pick at number ninety five. Um, and New England would still have a first round pick. I love this. Is the first line is great. Seattle fans won't like the idea of trading Thomas to the dark side to play for Darth Sidious in Foxborough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as Star Wars nerds, I like that. Uh, and then number three, uh, Seattle trades Thomas to the LA Chargers for second round pick and third round pick. So they don't give up their fourth in that scenario, but they mm. get a second and a third. I think that, uh, like I've said before, if they're going to trade them, it better be at least a first-round pick. And uh, so a second and a third does nothing for me. See, and from my perspective, especially with Dallas's needs, now the the safety, the safety room, or you know the defensive backs room, but the, at least the safeties are fairly deep. Um, there's a lot of young guys back there. I would lean more towards dallas if they want to if they're going to be doing any sort of trading with the team it's going to be to move up in the draft to maybe take Derwin james if he's going to start slipping down because i know that they do really like him and he's possibly you know the the next earl thomas i mean we say next you know player next, next lots we of say yeah there's next lots but i mean he's he's one of them so i still don't want to see him go <laughs> i just don't but like I said, I just I part of me thinks that he literally is literally thinks that um he he's just he's gonna go. They they seem to be their mode is just they're in a what did Schneider say? It's not a rebuild, it's a retooling. Retool. <laughs> Trust the process. Which he stole that line from your coach. Apparently. Apparently um okay so the other thing that uh happened in seahawks world is something to do with russell wilson i don't know if you know him he's a quarterback of the seattle seahawks have you heard of him sure have awesome skanson wisconsin yeah uh so have you heard this story about so schneider our gm went to josh allen's pro day oh yeah, yeah yeah and observed who was my pick for the number one pick but yeah continue they uh observed and russell wilson's and this is my favorite part russell wilson's camp (laughs) using air quotes here yeah camp uh called john and was like hey should we be worried (laughs) like are you are you are you planning on doing something you know what's going on so now this whole story is out there about about that happening, and it's funny how the first couple of tweets were the information that the camp had inquired about why, right? And then it blew up from there, and so now you got everyone. Of course, the reckless speculation begins: are they are they just preparing for life without him because his contract is up in two years? Or you know what's going on? What's going on? And and. I just want everybody to just calm down. <laughs> He's Russell freaking Wilson. Now, uh, I have said I, I'm not a Russell Wilson lover. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I, I appreciate 
his skill and what he does, and there are, there are plays that he does that nobody else can do. Mm-hmm. He's just you know he's a, just a, he's a solid quarterback. He is a solid quarterback. He regressed. Oh yeah, and 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 I know why he he spent. Let's let's divide the season into thirds. He spent two third the first two thirds of the season, knowing that he had to uh, do something special for them to be able to do anything because he didn't have an offensive line that would block for him. He was getting sacked all the time. Mm-hmm. Didn't have his constant running game. Nope. And then that last third, it got in his head, and you could totally tell from the time the ball was snapped, he took about two seconds. And if the play wasn't there, he instantly moved. And then all of a sudden, his mind was telling him, go do something special. That's the only way it's going to work. It's the only way it's going to work. And he ended up it ended up making him regress a little bit instead of that pocket presence thing. Now, there has to be a pocket. Yeah, that's <laughs> for, the whole thing. For him to stand in. But when you instantly go to that, the other teams are going to pick up on that as they're watching film. And they're going to change how they approach you. And so, um, John, he, Schneider told, uh, Aaron Levine, a Q 13 today. Um, he talked to him a little bit and said when asked, um, about seeing Josh Allen at the Wyoming pro day, he said, I hadn't seen him play live. I was supposed to see him play in San Jose before he played San Francisco and he was injured and didn't play in the game. So I just wanted to go check him out. It's literally all he said. <laughs> so, I think the thought process is say Josh Allen slips like sit like Aaron Rodgers did. Yeah. Yeah. You know, possibility. So, and see that happen. All of a sudden pick after pick, he's just sliding. If Allen Allen is right around the nine to 11 range and Seattle sitting there at 18. Why, why can't you do, why can't you take him? I mean, by taking him, you're not saying, all right, Russell, <laughs> you're done. But Russell's got two years left. He's going to demand the highest quarterback freaking contract ever. Oh, yeah. Fully guaranteed. If you look at what Kirk Cousins just did, Russell's going to be worse. <laughs> um, you like that? <laughs> but Seattle, to me, like they have all the power here, really and honestly, because – they can do what we hope they're going to do, which is at the end of 2018 season, they with a year left, they go into negotiations, mm-hmm. they get an extension done, yay, we're happy, we move on. Or Russell's camp <laughs> could say, uh, well, let's wait. We want to wait until 2019, maybe test free agency, blah, blah, blah. That could happen. Or Seattle could then say, well, uh, we're going to franchise tag you, yeah, and you're not going anywhere. And so, really, Seattle holds all the cards. Now, uh, I wrote down, Russell needs, this next season, it's going to be telling, because Russell needs to take the next step. He needs to improve. He needs to show, with that new offensive coordinator and everything else, that he he, he can go one step further in his progression. Uh, and then the Seahawks, they have to do their part, too. they got to help him out. So they've got to get that offensive line figured out. They've yep. got to get that run game figured out. Yep. And You're going to waste his career if they don't yeah. have that offensive line. Yep. And if they can get that partnership to work, I don't see anything happening. Granted, now, so, okay, wasted career, but. He won a Super Bowl. He's had, yes, he has won one Super Bowl. But two. you don't want that to be the 
Like, oh, yeah, that was just it. The first Pe- few years, and then that peaked, was it. Peaked at the very beginning, and yeah. the rest was, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of a weird career to have, and you don't really want to do that. So I, I just think that uh, it, once again, like you said perfectly, it's just, it's an off season, and people need something to talk about. And so they'll take every little thing and blow it up into something big. And we have no idea. With two years left on his deal, anything could happen. So let's just calm down. He's not going anywhere. Chill out. <laughs> Uh, all right. That is literally everything that happened in Seahawks world. I believe unless I'm missing something. I think that was it. Awesome. Possum. <laughs> uh, just like our two teams in the NFL in general, not much happened. Did you see RG three sign with the Ravens? Did you see that? I did see that. And it, what do you think? He's 28 years old. He had that amazing rookie season, and then just nothing. That, that's obviously why, that's why I'm still I'm still shocked that teams are trying to. I mean, and same with like Geno Smith. Yeah, teams are still signing these guys versus you know who who is still out there. Which then that and that was my the first thing I thought of when I saw the news that he was signed. I literally went, okay, wait, Kaepernick is more talented than RG three. Mm. Much more talented. Yet he remains unsigned, and I don't get it. <laughs> well, then that's the thing is, and, for, and we are not going to get into this, but unfortunately, no. unfortunately, all of these kinds of signings, like with RG3, that's building Kaepernick's case for him. Oh, yeah, they're actually just helping him out. Ex- yeah, every exactly. team, Every team that signs one of these other no-name guys, Geno Smith, like those guys... Even like Sam Bradford, like the Arizona signings. <laughs> yeah. Why? You got a dude like Kaepernick out there that, I mean, uh, yeah, you're right. We shouldn't get into that, but, uh, but it's true. So yeah, he signed. He's, I don't know what his role, I mean, backup, I obviously, because they got back up to Flacco. They got Flacco. He's, he's, um, he's had quite a few injuries the past couple of years and not to mention last year, you know, obviously getting his bell absolutely rung. Well, and he's always been, an, I think, a an overrated quarterback. I mean, he, yeah, you want a super bowl. Who cares? I don't know. I don't think he's been overrated. I feel like he just hasn't, uh, like, like Russell Russell's at a point again, he's won the one super bowl. You got to take that next step. If you want to be a, a Ron, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but he's only won one, right? But he's also, it's argued that he's <laughs> the best quarterback in the I league. Know, I know. So I don't know. Flacco, I've just never been high on Flacco. Flacco. Joe Flacco. Um did you uh did you see Sir Andrew Luck? Is that what it's Captain Andrew Luck? Captain that, Andrew Luck. That's the, Dearest Mother. By the way, if you do not follow that account on Twitter, our listeners out there, do it. Cause that is some entertaining stuff. Most definitely. I just want your opinion on luck, and that's why I put it on here. And I really thought that I really thought he was going to be one of those outstanding quarterbacks and it just nothing has happened for him but i will say the colts didn't help him the colts have not helped him whatsoever um you know and i have no no doubt in my mind that he is absolutely you know brilliant as far as smarts for the game all of that stuff but unfortunately his you know with the colts not helping him I mean, his body's already broken down. 
And he's still a young guy. It's it feels like a we just talked about wasted careers. Wouldn't you put him in that category right now? Yep, absolutely. I mean, it just feels like. I mean, Manning left, and it was supposed to be okay. Here's here's luck, and let's keep going. Well, they did that whole Manning thing, yep. knowing that. I mean, that was the the plan. Mm-hmm. I'm just so for him to come out of this injury, and he's literally said that he hasn't. I love how he call, he, he hasn't thrown the Duke. Hasn't thrown the Duke. I mean, do you think that he eventually at some point comes back and is Andrew Luck, or is, is he at a point where, because no one seems to know what's actually happening. I like him. I I hope he does. I do too. I hope he's I hope he's able to come back. Um, but back to the so the captain Andrew <laughs> Luck. I, I'm just going to read today's tweet. Okay, go for it. It says, "Dearest mother, I am once again among my men. In my exuberance, there has been some confusion." While I have been using live ammo with my sidearm, the rounds have not been the standard issue duke. I simply cannot risk re-damaging my barrel. Soon, I shall upgrade. Andrew. Uh, Um, That that is at Captain C-A-P-T, Andrew Luck. And it is unbelievable. There has been a lot of talk that he may never, ever be able to throw again or be at that same level. Um so I, I mean, I don't know. I, but I do hope he's able to come back. I do too. I would hate to see his career end. Yeah. Like this. Um, you're right. The Colts have not, I mean, they, they didn't help him out at all. Um, coaching players, the, the personnel around him. Uh, it, it's a bummer cause it, it does feel like an absolute wasted career. Um, well, in, you know, as crazy as it is, you had, you know, luck go one and RG three go two. Yep. And look at both of them. I mean, the, that first year, yeah, everyone was like, hold it. These are the new guys. These are it. And here we are just a few short years later. And they're, you know, almost one of them was out for a while and is now back with Baltimore, obviously. And then luck, you don't know what's going to happen. He initially injured this shoulder back in 2015. Mm-hmm. And ended up playing 15 games in 2016. Um, and he hasn't taken a snap um, since January of last year. And isn't throwing Dukes right now at all. Um, God, just I, I'm with you. I hope he comes back. Yeah. But will he be the same? I mean, I, I don't know. That's anyone's guess because nobody really knows anything. For him to come out and actually say something is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I added this story on here because I just thought it was absolutely hilarious because people are just dumb. Did well, yeah, that goes without saying. <laughs> did you see this? No. Just <laughs> so you know you're at the airport, right? And uh, they ask you if you're, you know, got anything on you or in your bags mm-hmm. that's, you know, flammable, blah, 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 blah. So Packers uh, wide receiver Trevor Davis was arrested Sunday. <laughs> And charged with making criminal threats after joking about a bomb. You cannot say bomb on an airplane. Did you know that? But he wasn't in an airplane. No, he wasn't. He was at a ticket counter and he was asked the usual questions. And he decided he was going to be funny. And (laughs) turned to his female companion and asked if she remembered to pack the explosives. (laughs) (laughs) And he was then taken into custody. (laughs) You can't do that. Yeah. So not today. I just I had to share that because I'm sure people have seen it, and I'm just 
cracks me up that someone would be so dumb. Well, <laughs> speaking of dumb, actually, I have you a, got another I one. I got another one. Boom! Bring it on. What do you got? People need to stop asking Ray Lewis his opinion. <laughs> Where does that come from? Well, <laughs> we need more content. You're right. Well, okay, you're so, right. Context. So you you brought up Cowherd, and I did see. So Cowherd asked him about Odell Beckham. Right. And Lewis goes on this long tangent about how he oh, he doesn't have what did he say? he doesn't have God in his life or he lost God in his life. So that's why he's in all this chaos and this and that. And it's like, okay. And, and actually coward kind of shut him, like cut up, cut him off. was like, okay, we're not going to go down. We're not going to go down that road. But I mean, just stop, stop asking Ray Lewis, his opinions on things. <laughs> just, just stop. Just, just stop talking to him altogether. Yeah, just why are we talking to him? It, just knock it off. <laughs> but anyways, you said dumb and that oh i just it clicked head. in your yeah yeah i gotcha because <laughs> they're both dumb lewis and odell for being dumb they're just dumb <laughs> anyways <laughs> moving on uh do you watch golf <laughs> i know the i've seen happy gilmore <laughs> and that's about it and caddyshack happy Gil- well both of those are classics i mean they're in their own right oh yeah i mean but happy gilmore i mean but no i i I've tried and it just it's just not my thing. So I uh, I know we're a football podcast, but like I said at the beginning, this one is we have nothing going on, so we're talking about whatever the heck we want to talk about. And it's our show. And I'm a yes, <laughs> and I'm a golf freak, and um, I have been since I was I, my grandpa started teaching me how to play golf when I was six years old. And so this was Masters weekend that just happened. And Be careful with those clothes with my grandpa's. <laughs> Uh, and this is how it's going to be. I'm going to talk about serious golf and he's going to interject. And it's fine. That's the way I want it because it's our show. Um, so yeah, it was master's weekend and it was a big deal and I'm not going to spend a bunch of time on it, but, um, it, I can, I'm going to tie it back to football. It's going to be crazy. Okay. So weird. Are you ready for this? Yeah, go for it. Okay. So, uh, for those of you that are golf fans, uh, you know that Patrick Reed won. What was crazy about it is nobody cared that he won. <laughs> So nobody likes him, and I did not know this until this weekend. But uh, it was like shooter. Every time he was winning, nobody was over on his. No, podium. Yeah, nobody cared. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, this guy. He uh, he's twenty seven now, and he is he's actually what's here's what's crazier. So he's from Augusta, which is where they play the Masters. He went to two colleges right there in Georgia, uh, and yet when the tournament was ending, and he's walking up the eighteenth green. Rory McIlroy, who's Irish and awesome, he is getting these this crazy loud cheers, and then um, <laughs> Patrick Reed sinks his putt to win the tournament, and and everyone's just doing the the golf clap like nobody cares, mm-hmm. and and it's because did someone yell dilly dilly? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, you're not allowed to yell that at the Masters. Uh, God, they have some weird rules there. You want to talk about stuck up people, <laughs> the Masters? But you know what? It's on my bucket list. I'm going to go one day. Uh, anyway, so um, he cheated in college or been accused of cheating. His own teammates actually told another team that they wanted him to be beaten. <laughs> and he, he's he got a – he's very arrogant. He, after winning like his, you know, what I don't, third or fourth PGA tournament, hadn't even won a major yet and clear, uh, uh, declared himself top five player in the world. This really sounds like Happy Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he hadn't won anything and and then people and this this was funny people didn't like that he wore red on sundays because that's tiger's thing oh yeah yeah. don't do that 
Uh, so that made people mad and just all this stuff. He, he, uh, and he just looks like a cocky jerk <laughs> on the <laughs> golf course. So no one, it's like, yeah, congratulations. You got a green jacket and you have to honor that. But I mean, nobody cares. The story was Jordan Spieth. He yeah. was, he was awesome. I love, uh, Jordan. he's BFFs with Tony Romo. He is BFFs with Tony Romo. So you know who Spieth is. That's cool. I do. Cause if it's, I know who Tiger is too. Well, most people do. Yeah. Most people do. So Spieth had the most incredible final round and almost he had a chance. And then he hit my dad and I were texting and his drive on 18. It's this narrow, narrowest. It would scare me. I would, we were laughing because with the crowd on either side, I would kill somebody literally would like murder people with a golf ball. <laughs> There's a branch that hangs out and he hit this branch and the ball drop. I mean, I've never seen a drive that short on that hole. And I was texting my dad and I'm like, Hey, you know what's cool about this is that's about where my drive would land <laughs> is right there and so i'd be hitting my second shot so this is kind of cool my dad his text back was well i'd be probably be my, my third shot would be from right there <laughs> so um and he had a chance and that last hole just kind of blew it ricky had a chance um i really hoped you know roy was in his group mcelroy i really hoped that he was gonna just uh go out there and, and kill it and he he just didn't do well at all tiger it was his big, uh, big return to yeah. the Masters, and you know what? He he wasn't good, <laughs> but <laughs> just put it like that. But but it, well, the la- on the final round, he actually finally you know shot under par, and he he looked better. And it, honestly, I'm a huge Tiger fan. Um, I know a lot of people out there aren't, and I get it. Uh, I separate his personal life from his golf life, and the dude was a monster at his in his prime. Oh yeah, and. I mean, you can't deny that. And if you're bugged it by changes the, the sport, oh yeah, he made. I mean, can you imagine golf without Tiger? Like the purses, the the amount of money that they win in these tournaments, that's because of Tiger. Yeah, the sponsorships, that's because of Tiger. And they all, all the players know this, but these people that everyone's so offended by his personal life, I get that. It was wrong what he did, but it's his personal life. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about him as an athlete in golf, and the dude was insane. So it was good to see him out there again. I'll bring up Roy McIlroy again. This is how I'm going to tie it back to football. Here we go. Promised you I'd make it quick. Yep. So four minutes. Four. Was that are you timing it? Mm-hmm. Jerk. So that. <laughs> so Rory, he uh, he's he, this uh, this golf course has his number. There's something about it. He was trying to to win to get his career ground slam. He's won the three other majors. This would have been a big one for him, obviously, to win the career grand slam. But there's something about augusta national and him and back in 2011 i believe it was is when he had the final he had the lead going into the final round and he absolutely collapsed and he has just not been able to win there and it's just like phil mickelson you know who he is yep yep <laughs> so the u.s open and is, jack nicholas you know oh Ar- arnold palmer yep not the drink no the, not the drink the, the golf the dude okay cool uh gary player mm-hmm. oh awesome did you know there was a dude? Did you see this? There was a guy. Sorry to sidetrack. There was a. Uh, they have a par three contest, the Wednesday before the Masters, and the dude got a hole in one. I saw that. I did. See dislocated that. his ankle. Yeah. Popped it back into place. Yep. And then kept going. Yep. And he played the whole weekend. Good for him. Tony Finau, good guy. Uh so Phil is the same way. Phil cannot win the U.S. Open there, and, and that one changes courses every year. And there's just something about that tournament, hmm. and so it made me think great athletes in their sports that everyone would consider 
great, but never won the championship. And there's some football ones out there. One of them, right off the top of your head, I know exactly who you're going to say. <laughs> who am I going to say? Brian? I don't know who. You know, some dude. Some dude. Some undrafted dude out of Eastern Illinois. <laughs> he is great in the booth. Romo is a great example of a great quarterback who didn't win one. But I know that everyone's going to be like, oh, great. okay, okay. Great. <laughs> um, but as far as. No, but you're right. You're, you know, your Hall of Fame guy. I mean, obviously, as far as football is related, uh, let's, Marino obviously is a, a big one. Dan Marino was the first one that came to my mind because um, never won a Super Bowl. But he is considered. Mm-hmm. Dan, he's Dan freaking Marino. Uh, Barry Sanders. Yeah. Uh, Dick Buckus. There's a good one. Uh, I was happy, at least in, and so in our era, I was as sad as I was to see him go because he's still one of my all-time favorite Cowboys. I was happy to see DeMarcus Ware get his ring. Yeah. Because if he wouldn't have gotten one, that would have been one of them. Dan Fouts. Fouts was all right. I'm going through a list here. Charles Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is not football, but you named it earlier when we were, when we were discussing this in our pre-show, um, Ken Griffey Jr. Yep. Perfect example for Seattle fans. Um, the poor guy never got a world series ring and it hurts and it's going to be the same. Well, neither did Edgar. Right. And it's going to be the same for like Felix, all these great Mariners that you can consider great. Are we already uh, putting the Mariner season to bed? <laughs> yes <laughs> i know they've only played what nine ten games no we won't go down eight road. games but yeah that's another show that is oh god jim kelly oh that's a good one definitely a good one um any other football ones you can think of off the top of your head since this is a football podcast oh, i'm trying to think of more in in our in our, our era in our era Dude, Dan Marino just is unbelievable to me. I mean, the dude was so nine-time Pro Bowl. He set 29 NFL records before retiring, and he never, ever won one. That's just crazy. But he was in Ace Ventura, and that's a great movie <laughs> if you like dumb comedies. McNabb never won one, did he? Really? You're going <laughs> to what? Okay. Uh, okay. Warm Moon. Definitely a good one. Um, one of my, I mean, he wasn't, you know, great, great, but one of my favorite quarterbacks growing up was Steve McNair. Oh. He came close. One yard shy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, well, and Eddie George, for that matter. Yeah. There's some good ones out there. It just, it's, it's crazy because it, uh, it definitely made me made me think when I was looking at, at poor Rory McIlroy, who I he's one of my favorite golfers. Um, super streaky, but he's he's really really good. And there's just all these these athletes out there who it just your mind says, well, if they're really 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 good, then they should win it all. But unfortunately, in a lot of like, especially football in a team sport, all the the guy who just retired this year, Joe Thomas. Yeah. Poor guy had to play in Cleveland. <laughs> Stayed in Cleveland. Yeah. I like this list. I'm just going through lists. This Philip Rivers is on this one. 
Meh. I don't consider him a uh, all-time great. Do you? Mm. <laughs> Not so much. Not so much. No. All right. So see, I tied it back to football. See how I did that? Thanks. Boom. Um, so we can keep going. So this isn't a super long episode. Um, draft talk. Any news for the draft this week? I didn't hear any. <laughs> <laughs> Team specific? Nope. Just more and more and more and more mock drafts. Nothing. God, there's so many. Nothing really big. There's so many. They won't go away. And they won't go away. No. No. Um. So we're gonna. Uh, we don't have all the details worked out, but we are gonna do an episode. Um. Air quotes again. It's a live episode. Live. <laughs> um. Of round one. Round one. Draft night. Uh. Yeah. At your. Uh, your humble abode. My casa. Yeah. Because you have that amazing uh, entertainment venue. Yeah. And it's even it. it's going to be so much better that the draft is in Dallas because it's going to be kind of like. Oh, it's a big deal for oh, you. Yeah, it's going to be no, awesome. I get it. I love watching that. Oh, I'm sure you will. That's going to be great. Um, I cannot wait. And it doesn't matter. It, well, it, it actually, no, it never matters. But every single time that Goodell comes out, He's gonna get booed gonna so get hard, booed so hard, especially when he comes out to announce the nineteenth pick. If Dallas stays there, Ugh. it's gonna be one of the loudest because he gets booed every year. Oh yeah, but it'll be, <laughs> yeah, boo. But uh, yeah, so we're gonna do a special episode. Um, we're literally just gonna record when they do a pick. We'll just record a little bit, talk about it, uh, give our opinions for two seconds, and then wait for the next one. And so it'll be cut. I'm not even going to edit it. I'm just going to, that's what's going to be live about it is the second that the first round is over. I'm just going to post it unless we have something in it we shouldn't say. And then I'll edit that out. But most, <laughs> for the most part, I trust that we're going to be able to handle it. Uh, and then live right there, uh, the first pick in the draft, we'll be able to settle our belt, our belt, our belt, <laughs> our belt. <laughs> <laughs> bet. We're going to be able to settle our bet. We have a steak dinner bet. Um, and you still, you're in, right? You still think that, uh, quarterback's going to go one. Yep. I still think that, uh, running back's going to go one, even though. What if we're both wrong? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> quarterback could go one. Even though I think that, uh, I'm leaning your way. <laughs> I'm still going to, I'm going to hold my ground. All right. Uh, cause it, it, the crazy thing about the draft is anything could happen. Oh yeah. We don't even know. Uh, last week. Quentin Nelson can go number one. Okay, well, let's not. I mean, it could, but I think like I, we talked about earlier, the Josh Allen thing, that's going to be what's interesting. You got Darnold, you got Allen. Like, if it's going to be a quarterback, who's it going to be? And whoever it isn't, how far down are they going to slip? It'll be Allen. Who will go first? Ah, He could. Anywho. Yeah. All right. Last week, we did a giveaway. We did and uh thanks again for everybody who participated yeah. that was that was awesome and uh the uh, 25 dollar starbucks gift card is in the mail and uh when i uh jasmine was the winner and <laughs> jasmine dubler boom look at right there so jasmine if you're listening which i know you are uh thanks for letting us know that he almost got your name right <laughs> <laughs> Because he was, he was super worried when he he knew he didn't get it right. But for her to come back and say that you were like that close, yeah. it was a big deal. You were pretty proud of yourself. I was. So as soon as I drew the name, I was like, oh man, of course it's got to. Um, let's say that. 
And Dennis from Ohio, better luck next time, buddy. So, <laughs> uh, y'all almost, it's like that with that dollar. Oh, nope. you gotta, gotta be, be quicker. <laughs> gotta be quicker than that. <laughs> there will be more giveaways. We, 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 uh, we're going to get our swag and Dennis, don't worry. Dennis from Ohio. Uh, you'll get something. I don't know what. Um, all right. So same call to action that we've been doing for the last couple of weeks. We still want to grow. Obviously the giveaway was awesome and it helped us grow. And speaking of growth, we hit a milestone. Oh, I thought you meant like you had something growing on your shoulder or something. No, I'm good. okay. You're good. Yeah. Okay. We, uh, you, I have to, I don't, I don't like to admit when Andrew's right. I just, I like to be right. Most people don't. No, <laughs> I, I, uh, I like to be right. And, uh, so last week we talked about how close we were to a thousand total downloads and we were at nine, what, nine thirty, or something like that. Nine. Yeah. We were in the low nine. Yeah. So, and again, we weren't on the back nine yet for all you, <laughs> Wow. For all you, uh, I like that you tried to make a golf reference. Very You're proud. Welcome. You're welcome. Um, for all you, you know, people out there that are like, oh, whoopie doo. We, we say this every time, but I mean, I just want people to know it's a big deal for us to hit that number, even though, yeah, eventually we would love to have thousands of listeners per episode. That's the goal. And we're going to keep trying to get there. But for us to literally sit here and think that <laughs> over a thousand times we've been someone has actually listened to us <laughs> like oh yeah us it's crazy to me so i thought based on the numbers that it would be a, another few weeks before i said what episode 20 yeah, either 21, 20 or 21 yeah that we would hit it or be able to talk about it and you're like no nah, man we're gonna hit it on this one and i thought you were nuts uh as we sit currently on monday recording this podcast we are sitting at 1029 1029 uh so we passed we not only hit it blew past it and it's awesome so thank you everyone so much and And hopefully our show is getting better and better we hope it's gonna be a rough off season (laughs) but who knows maybe these are our most fun shows we don't know um so yeah keep sharing with your friends keep telling everybody about it um we appreciate every last little bit of support um of course, you can share us on all the social media platforms. We are on Facebook, facebook.com slash Common Ground Football Podcast. Uh, Twitter at Common Ground FBP. Andrew, you're on Twitter. I am at Andrew Guzman CGP. That's the one. Brian, where are you at? I'm at Wenatchee Seattle Sports Fan. Uh, what's our Instagram? Instagram is at Common Ground FBP. Instagram is sweet. Um, so you can share, tell everybody on any of those and then the website is commongroundfootballpodcast.com as always that's your backup if you ever want to go listen to it or check out all the episodes it's there don't forget also i want to point out um we got a lot of apple podcasts usage obviously um a lot of uh, stitcher usage but don't forget we're also on TuneIn, uh google play um the blueberry uh, podcast network um, you can listen to us on your Echo devices at home using Alexa and um, Google Play, Google Home devices. So don't forget that those mediums are out there just in case something happens to your phone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. I guess you could say we're everywhere. We really are. 
it's kind of cool kind of freaky it's a little weird that i can just you know tell her tell alexa to just play it and it just plays it's awesome though. getting latest episode right um she doesn't have an english accent that's weird um all right so close us out because we're still looking for ways to close it out but this this one was easy we're nerds and we've discussed that we like star wars we did an entire episode reviewing the last jedi um this new trailer for solo came out it did what'd you think i i think it's i think it's going to be fine i think it's going to be just fine i think uh you're half right (laughs) (laughs) the movie itself just like rogue one these little side projects rogue one was beautifully done and i loved it and but even with the trailers like you could tell it was different and i think it looks great it just i'm so worried about the actor that they got to play han solo and i'm trying to separate you try and obviously realize that you know harrison ford you that's who you see but then you read the stories about how they had to bring in an acting coach for this kid to get his mannerisms correct and he just wasn't doing what he was supposed to do Mm -hmm. they don't want him to impersonate but they want to be so you would look at it and you go oh i can see that as young han um i'm just worried nah so what i'm hoping is based on the trailer i'm hoping chewy carries the whole movie oh i'm sure he will (laughs) i got a bad feeling about this no, I I th- I think it'll be just fine, and you know, Disney kind they kind of know what they're doing. Oh, they're making a bunch of money. That's they, what they're doing exactly. <laughs> um, and it, uh, it's made me think. That's one of the major blockbusters that's coming out this summer. There's a few more. I want to know. Just we'll go through these super quick. I just want to know so we can get out of here. If you're interested in any of these, because you're a movie nerd like me. Okay, I'll say yay or nay. And the new Avengers Infinity War movie that comes out this month. Yay. Never been into the Marvel stuff. I don't know why. I'm weird. Solo, that comes out May 25th. You going to want to see that? Yay. <laughs> are we going to review that one? Yes. We are. Awesome. Uh, I am at for sure in on this next one, Deadpool 2. Yay. Did you like the first one? Yay. <laughs> you can have a little more, you know, charisma than that. It was, it was very well done. I loved it. It's such a... Uh, a redeeming movie which is funny because you know we started off with canada hey <laughs> canada <laughs> what was the superhero one that he did that was so bad green, lantern. green lantern yeah so it was nice to see him do something else that yeah. was way better oh yeah uh this one i don't know oceans eight was the girl it's the girl's version it comes out in june of oceans 11 i don't know that might be one i wait until it comes out yeah probably yeah I haven't watched the trailer for this, but this is literally supposed to be the scariest movie of the year. Um, Hereditary, June 8th. I don't know, but I have heard really... It's not special, It's not supposed to be scary, but I have heard awesome things about A Quiet Place. That's supposed to be scarier than hell. Like, super scary, and I've heard that... I mean, that movie did well this over the weekend. Yeah. No, thank you. I don't do 70 well... 70-some million on a $15 million budget. Is that all it was? Yeah. <laughs> I don't do well with those kind of movies. I'm a giant wuss. Same. Um, Incredibles 2... <laughs> Yay. God. Yay with a double double stamp. Seriously? You know, oh, just, yeah. oh, my God. All right. Well, I'll go see it with you. Uh, Jurassic World, I'm all in. Yep. Um, you were a big Jurassic Park fan like mm. me, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Another one of those movies where I was a kid, scared the crap out of me. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Didn't watch the original. So Neither did I. I don't know. Mission Impossible, Fallout. 
Tom Cruise never goes away, people. Yeah, I'll pass. Are you not a not a Mission Impossible fan? I am, but I'm I'll pass. You done? Fifty five years old. Gets shorter every year. <laughs> <laughs> His best movie, still to this date, Tropic Thunder. I thought you were gonna say cocktail. No, Tropic Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> of all its movies, <laughs> Tropic freaking Thunder. All right, man. Is there anything else that uh, you want to throw out there? I think we are good. I think so too. It was a lot of fun though because next week will be the same thing although we've got so the draft will be in two weeks yep sweet next week will be draft prep prep next week will be draft prep prep that's what we said prep all right until then go hawks go cowboys (laughs) 